second star to the left of podcast everything fantastic strange and science fictional i'm your host matt with my co-hosts i'm bert i'm katie i'm meredith you might um remember me from the picard episode or the titan ae episode um but if you don't i write books for um young people but nobody reads so it doesn't matter um and i'm here as a permanent guest now because i moved to brooklyn and if you move to the borough of Brooklyn and you're not on a podcast already, um, Rudy Giuliani will hire three Ukrainian men to saw you into 77 pieces and bury you in his backyard. Wow. Riveting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're referencing something. We like to make we're... jokes here on the podcast, but we take this very seriously. Yeah, we're referencing something nobody will ever hear except for the three of us. Because nobody listens to the show. No! 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 <laughs> I would never. Um, I dug into our uh, mailbag of listener questions, and it was pretty deep this time. Um, this week, considering we just uh, did a bonus episode on Picard, and we're talking about uh, Terminator 3, the I found one uh, listener wanted to ask, what's your favorite artificial intelligence computer robot android synthetic, whatever you want to call them, uh, character in science fiction and fantasy. Who's that bitch from Metropolis? You know the one. Um, it's a silent movie. Metrop- Metropolis girl. Yeah, Metropolis lady, her. <laughs> the thing on the poster. <laughs> yeah. Metropolis's monster. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, my, my favorite, favorite. Yep. is uh, every vibrator that has ever been featured No! In the movie. It's a... It's a <laughs> I knew which one was your favorite, and I was laying... I mean, I agreed. <laughs> She Honestly. had more time to think. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, so. hit, I feel like we both have a close personal relationship with Hita- Dr. Hitachi's monster. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where did you go yet? My favorite is the robot from um, Logan's Run who's in the ice cave who says, bleep bloop, I'm going to eat you or whatever. It's totally ridiculous. Anyway. Mine would have to be the robot from Ex Machina. I mean, it's a very feminist film. That's part of why I appreciate it so much. But she doesn't give a fuck about male desire, and that's kind of cool. So, um, okay. Also, Alicia Vikander's fantastic. Yes. Also, since Katie isn't gonna take the layup that I gave her, my favorite is actually <laughs> my favorite is actually the Major from Ghost in the Shell. Sorry, I was gonna fuck everything up this go round. So. <laughs> what do you mean this go round? I don't know what you're talking. Oh, this about. is the first time we're <laughs> recording this. What are you talking about? Yeah, you're right. You're right. Of course. Okay. So cool. Uh, unfortunately for our it's listeners, I'm stuck we're in this timeline, so I've done this recording 18 million <laughs> oh, times. God. She came back in time to stop Skynet and do this recording for this podcast. Fuck, yeah, we had a bit of a temporal hiccup. <laughs> With that in mind, uh, let's flash forward or backwards uh, into Terminator 3. Who fucking knows? Just go through time and do Terminator 3, and sure. The life you know, all the stuff you take for granted. It's not gonna last. Imagine a world of permanent darkness. Where machines control man's destiny. Imagine you were the only one who could stop it. But before you do, something terrible has to happen. I'm slipping into I'm slipping into Burt mode because I fucking hate this flick. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> so I'm so, so happy. I have discussions for this. Burt, how would you describe your feelings towards this movie? Why, oh, I wonder why we're starting with Burt. This is strange. <laughs> well, see, in the DM, I think I made it five minutes in, and I was like, "Well, this is fucking ridiculous. <laughs> what the fuck am I?" Because because five minutes in is when the um the terminatrix or whatever the actual term is for her uh grows her boobs to trick the cop um (laughs) which is probably the dumbest thing in the movie i'd have to really uh talk to the hand is probably worse but they're both really bad there's a lot of dumb things in this there's a lot of dumb things for sure but i mean like the thing is is this movie 
is most of the time um, trying to be Terminator 2. That's not really something to aspire to. What do um, Terminator does... 2 rules? Well, I mean, it's not. you don't want to try to be a movie that's copying Terminator 2, is what I should well, say. But, okay, that's interesting, though, because if you think about it, there have been four sequels to Terminator 2. This movie, well, Terminator right. Salvation, Terminator Genesis, and Terminator Dark Fate. I have plenty Rather of than trying to treat Terminator any of the Dark Fate ones. rules, baby. Fucking put yeah. in an air horn sound. I love Terminator Dank okay. Vape. Terminator Dank Vape whips my ass and fucks Terminator Dark Fate rules. I'm because my we're, we're going to me now. We're going to my impression. Bert, wow, I didn't even I didn't even hear what I thought about. What'd you think about it? Okay, so it has a really good chase scene in it with really bad sound effects. The rest of it is pretty boring. It was a lot of nothing, so I didn't really care. It, I definitely did not hate it. It had some really stupid crap in it. It had some okay stuff in it, and it was a big ball of nothing. All right, so here's the deal. <laughs> I've never, I've seen Terminator 1 and Terminator 2 one time apiece, and I thought they were fine mm. films. And I still do the Terminator 2 knock because it's iconic, and I remember a lot of it. I saw this movie in the theater. I don't remember why, and I remember hating it, like way back in the day um, when it came mm. out. Then I skipped Salvation because Christian Bale just has a face that slides off my brain like Teflon. Um, <laughs> and then I skipped and then I skipped Genesis because it mm-hmm. looked absurd. Then because I love Goyles, I saw tra- <laughs> I saw Terminator Dank Vape as I like to call it. Dork and- Fate. Dork Fate. And I feel like there was a lot for the fellas, you know, it's 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 2020 dudes rock. Um and Clark that- date. Yeah, it's 20, 2020 Dudes Rock, and there was stuff for the fellas in Terminator Dark Fate, and I feel like Terminator Dark Fate was a very well-made movie, but Terminator was also a movie that looked at queer women and went, mm, I see you. To go back to Terminator 3, it's just so fucking deeply straight in a way that, like, you know, like, heterosexuality <laughs> is the background radiation of society, right? And so, like, most <laughs> most things are basically straight, unless they're not. But, like, Terminator... Th- and so you don't notice it. But Terminator 3 is just, like, a burst of fucking gamma radiation ripping your DNA apart. Like, if, if heterosexuality is just the background radiation that's coming from your stove and whatever, like, Terminator 3 is, like, an atom bomb going off next to your house. It's awful. I'm a mutant now because of heterosexual radiation <laughs> from Terminator 3. I fucking hate this movie. You know, that makes sense because you said in the DM you just like had a crush on a boy. Oh, Stop. I wasn't going to out can't that, read. but how dare you? I can't, be- <laughs> I can't believe that I, a bisexual, am being erased. <laughs> I've, only been, I've only been bisexual for, what, three, two days? Already I'm being erased. Twitter was right. <laughs> By erasure. Going on. Uh, I'm now. I'm worried everybody will hate it except for me, which would be the funniest out. I think no. Okay, of of the the sequels, Squeak, this one squeakles. is definitely fun. No, it's not. Like, what? What? Mm, I'm it's not good. It's not good. I I kind of agree with Matt here. It was fun, but not good. The Terminator at all. kicks over a giant truck they and have a giant chase one of my with a favorite huge moments fucking crane that goes on for like it feels like 20 minutes it's probably not that <laughs> yeah long. but it looks like I it think... was shot by the cinematographer from the fucking gilmore girls <laughs> are you kidding gilmore me Gilmore girls does great work I don't know honestly what say. to me it looks about the same a- aside from the crappy sound effects and the kind of every once in a while they do cgi effects and aside from that, it looks kind of like the T2 one. And the thing is, is people people remember the T2 one a little too fondly because anytime you can see Arnold, he's obviously a stunt double. And there's a lot of, like, ridiculous stuff going. It, it's not seamless okay. at all. But yeah. I watched T3 immediately after watching T2. Yeah, I went back. That's not I went, fair at I all. went back and watched the first 15 minutes of T2 because I felt like I was going insane. And I'm seeing yeah. the problem right now. See, you're well, comparing so, see, this to T2 no, after you just saw it. <laughs> no, I wasn't just saw it. Like, Are so we, we we did T3 because I was talking about how like T2 was so good. And then I was going to watch T3, and I was like, what the fuck is this garbage pile? And then that's like, hey, let's do it for the podcast. Um, <laughs> so I have you to so, blame for this. 
Which technically. One? But like oh, right. it was because I hated it, to be fair. Yeah. So really mm. Matt's it's Matt's fault. We're, wow. do, we're doing cra- we're doing disgusting crawl. movies that they hate. We're doing Hold on now. Are, we're doing crawl next and- to make this up to me. <laughs> are me and Matt doing double duty now? We, we the men have to defend it? No, that- okay, I'm not gonna defend this per se well, but you didn't hate it either it sounds like i think this is a perfect encapsulation of like 2003 yes like a, a bad year like ni- 1991 <laughs> yes, absolutely it's like t2 terminator 3 is like 2003 yes it's this perfect sequel of shittiness it has no art to it uh, it's i feel like it, it has is, i will it, not ascribe the movie the, the word perfect to this movie but yes it's it's very 2003 it's sure. i you know it's a flailing <laughs> like embarrassing attempt at cultural relevancy and it falls flat on its fucking ass and like not yes. in a funny way where you laugh at it but like in a way where it's just like a lot of schadenfreude it is a shitty sketch in the margins of a sexually frustrated 13 year old boy's composition notebook <laughs> he and he's extremely concerned that everyone knows that he's not gay yeah. at all like no yes. gay. No, i'm gonna bring up all. i'm gonna bring up venture brothers in every episode this is the terminator movie that fucking dermot from the venture brothers would write you know, like, the, the kid with the bangs I, who's like, oh, my dad, I was, uh, I was doing ninjutsu the other day. Like, that kid. Yeah. I think it, it's it also, like, um, shows no respect for the previous, like, T2. It, like, aggressively misses the point on all of it. Instead of a strong female character who's defined by her own, like, physical strength and physicality, they make a strong female character whose main purpose is to be impregnated by John Connor. Um, it's really this the weird. point of like the the um like the excellent work that what's his name the actor that did uh t1000 oh, arnold robert, schwarzenegger robert patrick oh robert patrick, no, robert patrick. patrick. Okay. he's a t800 t1000 robert patrick yeah so so the excellent work that he does as the t1000 they try to copy it with her they, and in it the worst ways work. because they're like yeah. oh it's like a solid core and then she also can no. morph but and she, can she only kills people in, in the background. Ways. I do like when she kills the cop in the car. Well, That's no, really but like, hold, give on. Her a laser hold gun. up, hold up, hold up, because I got some shit to say about okay. the heterosexuality of this fucking movie, about the adolescent <laughs> heterosexuality of this movie. Because right. if you're fucking, if you're just a dipshit 13-year-old straight boy and you watch Terminator 2, you're like, it's so cool, he's blowing things up. But you don't catch on to the fact that James Cameron, James Cameron said, Fuck the police in 1991. James Cameron specifically made the T-1000 look like a cop and made the movie so that cops died left and right. And it's framed so that you are not meant to give a shit because cops are just kind of brainlessly in the way of stopping Skynet. James Cameron said, fuck the police. It was the early 90s. He lived in L.A. He's not a stupid man. He is a stupid man, but he's not a... (laughs) Good, he is a reversal. he is a stupid man, but you can't watch Avatar and not think that he's a heartless man. And he lived in the fucking early nineties, in late eighties, early nineties, in LA. He had a heart. Right. He looked around and he was like, "Oh, American cops and military fucking uh, contractors and the military are monsters." who probably deserve to be killed, and who represent the bogeyman at the back of the minds of probably most human beings on the planet Earth. And then this movie rolls up, and I'm supposed to feel sympathetic for the fucking yep. Air Force officer that designed Skynet? I'm supposed to feel pathos when that well, dude gets sure. ventilated? That's the only, guy, that's that the only guy in the movie. The cops in this movie are not, definitely are not no, 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 supposed no, no. to feel but, sorry but, for Meredith's point, But the Air Force officer is like, he's, he makes yeah, a noble sacrifice only because she's that ca- Only because she's Kathy Brewster dad and she's important to the plot i i I because he is i don't think it's i mean yeah it's less because the virus doesn't i don't in in the film in in the in t2 cyberdon systems becoming powerful and and doing whatever is a product of the military's industrial like trying to do that and even in the earlier films like they had like sort of defined the (sighs) timeline super well um they kind of left it open like if you recall from t the first terminator movie um it was sort of like an a mistake where like they had uh, set up a nuclear defense system and actually fired off and then the ai took over i gotta kind of i gotta kind of go on a tangent here because this movie really did some things for me so here's the thing um i've seen terminator one it's a lot of i like it probably the most out of all of them because it's a dark suspenseful sci-fi movie is it smart not really reasonably 
it's reasonably smart enough for you to get past like suspension of disbelief. T2 is lots of fun. It has a lot of great set pieces and action pieces. Is it smart? No, it's a James Cameron oh. movie in the '90s. I do not think it's smart. That's okay. But lots it's of, a lot of fun. Credit. Lots of it cops eat shit. Say. Lots of cops eat shit, and this lots of co- lots of cops eat shit in Dark Fate. So but what? I that doesn't that doesn't mean it's smart to me. It just means he wants to have explosions at the expense of the cops, which is whatever. Like watching T three, I got about halfway through, and I made the realiz. I, I started doing what I do in every Terminator movie and really every time travel movie, which I need to stop doing, which is I start looking at plot holes and oh yeah no now here's the thing there be dragons here's what my brain did my brain said because they're talking they're sitting around the trailer or whatever talking about john connor threatens to kill himself which is actually kind of cool plot wise just because it's a way to get out of the time loop they're in and i was like okay at least somebody's trying to do something with this plot that isn't going anywhere my brain tries to operate on why don't the robots just go back to like 1800 and kill the predecessors of blah 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 and, and at some point you have to stop thinking that way did you not watch so I started, looper did i not watch what looper there's a conversation no, in the diner that, where bruce willis is like you just can't listen you can't. here's the thing this movie isn't as smart as looper what i came to realize about the terminator franchise in general is it has a very spiritual sense about time travel. It has a very causal, fate, like predestination type idea about time travel, which in my opinion is generally stupid, but it's okay because that's what it's doing. Basically, the movie convinced me through thinking too hard about this, just turn my brain off and watch the movie because the rest of the Terminator (laughs) movies, I have my brain on the whole time and I'm like, this is dumb because none of it really makes sense. And this movie kind of, like, convinced me, like, okay, wait a minute. These movies are all called, like, Dark Fate and Genesis and Salvation. They're clearly trying to go for some spiritual kind of... Everything's predestined. I'm watching, like, AI Jesus, who's who's supposed to stop Judgment Day. I literally realized halfway through, I'm like, I'm watching a Left Behind Did you not notice that his, his initials are JC? Literally never. Literally, I've never paid attention. I mean, James Cameron's initials are JC. That probably says something. He is, in a way, a savior of Western cinema. Oh, my God. Jesus Christ. But the point is, is I realized halfway through this movie, in actuality, this franchise in general is pretty dumb. And I need to stop, like, holding it to to high sci-fi standards because they never really You've just now those. started doing that believe it or not like i I, <laughs> I used to think like the first one was very well thought out and then i just i i guess i'd watched it when i was younger and t2 everybody always talks about is like an amazing movie and yeah the like i said the action's great plot wise yeah it's something uh it's kind of a mess and I and it's a James Cameron thing. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's like what you'd get with T two is a good. Well, that's the thing, right? Like I have had this conversation right. with so many people. You know, if you're the CinemaSins guy, right? Clearly, you're a pervert. If you go into ev- <laughs> yes. some kind of pervert exactly. or scoundrel, if you go into every movie doing that. Mm. But if you are a person right. with a normal and regular brain like me, <laughs> with a brain that None is none of incredi- us have normal and regular brains. A brain that podcast. is incredibly normal and regular and healthy. And you go into <laughs> right. a movie because every movie is a is a disjointed dream. They are all hyper unrealistic and they jump around in time unless you're doing the most completely fucking asinine boring cinema verite thing. Like right. movies are all have assumptions and gaps in time and holes right, in the right, plot. Right. right? And the thing that makes you the difference between T two, which whips ass start to finish and T3 is they both have plot holes, but, and I say this as, like, someone with a creative writing degree, plot doesn't mm-hmm. matter as long as the thing that the medium is actually for is being done well. If it's a novel and you are using good prose to convey the psychological reality um, and kind of the, the, the sense details and the poetry of the moment and to be clever and stylish, plot doesn't fucking matter and nobody's really going to remember it. And if it's a movie and the cinematography is good and the acting is good and if it's relevant, the action is good and the sound design is good, nobody gives a shit about the plot. And I don't give a shit about the plot of T2 because it's well acted. The special effects are dope as hell. It's edited... It's edited... So well, that I only long, need so. an eighth of my seat. I paid for the whole thing, but I only needed the fucking edge, right? T2 whips ass, start to finish, and I don't think I would have... I don't think even now, knowing that 
um, James Cameron literally in an interview said fuck cops. In an interview about T2, he was like, no, I intentionally did this. Um, even knowing that, and even with my political sensibilities, had T3 not been such a just repulsively lazy, poorly acted, poorly edited, just lazily written movie, yeah, I probably wouldn't have cared that there's like an Air Force guy in it. But the fact is, it's got like uniform hospital waiting room lighting. It's edited like somebody just read just finished reading a textbook on editing and is very proud of themselves and it's like having your fucking teeth pulled and it's just ju it's juvenile garbage well i think also <laughs> to go back to bert you talked about sort of like right. the letting yourself go in terms of the the plot holes type piece yes i think actually though like if you put t2 and t3 next to each other thematically when you think about time travel and destiny and fate yes t2's whole thing is like there's no fate but what we make it and Here's, like it sort of like yeah. tries to like develop on Terminator's whole thing, where basically like Terminator as a film, the timeline looks is uh, I don't know if like sol- solipsistic is the right term, but just like it's neatly enclosed. Like Connor right. Connor go, or uh, Kyle Reese goes back in time, impregnates Sarah Connor, leading to himself sending himself back don't in even, time. Don't even get into the exact details. So, I'm so sorry. yeah, yeah, it, it's a nice, <laughs> it's a neat little time travel loop. Like that makes a lot of sense in a really cool way. It, T2, I, could, I could get into the plot holes of just that. It doesn't T, really make sense, but moving on, yes. T2 is all about, like, there's no fate but what we make it. We are not destined to end up this way. T3 says, no, actually, you are fated to end up this way. No matter what you do, no matter how hard you try, you're still going to end up in this place, so fuck you. Yeah, here's the thing, okay? I I don't like being the CinemaSense guy. I hate it. I don't want to be that guy. Now I'm talking themes, not necessarily like the. I, I know, know it's about like the details, but more than what like I'm the saying themes. though is when, the reason Terminator One is is the best one for me out of the three I've seen. I haven't watched any after this one. It focuses less on explaining the plot to me. It's more focused on the suspense and thrill of what is going on in the moment. Now Terminator Two is obviously the second best one for me because yes, most of the time it's not concerned, but it also does a lot of explaining the plot. If you're going to explain the plot a lot, the plot better be pretty good. Otherwise, my my brain's going to be, okay, Okay, the characters are talking about the plot. Now I need to see put that together and see if it makes sense. This movie, obviously, is where a lot of that falls apart. Because, like, a lot of the movie is spent explaining the plot, which makes next to no sense. And as far as I'm aware, the rest of the movies get even worse, aside from Dork Fate, which, you know, will future episode maybe. But I'm just saying, like... If you're going to make the movie focus on the plot, then as a viewer, I'm going to focus on the plot, too. And if it if it doesn't make sense, I mean, but basically, like the movie itself, Tommy, just stop focusing on this because yeah. you're not going to get anything out of it. Well, now, I mean, little secret. I agree with everything Meredith said. It was badly edited, mostly badly acted. Was, I mean, in places it was OK. It, it honestly, most of the movie is just it's a lot of mediocre stuff. It wasn't, like, there's bad stuff near the beginning that's kind of just painful, and then the rest of it's just, I'm watching stuff happen. I can't find it in myself to really hate mediocreness, because it's, it's just kind of, I didn't have any expectations. I, I mean, I knew this was, listen, I think here's part of the problem. I knew this was Terminator 3 going in. I knew nobody gave a shit about Terminator 3 when it came out, and I didn't give a shit about it. And I sure as hell wasn't about to watch Terminator 2 before I watched this dung pile. So basically, I started watching it. I was like, oh yeah, it's stupid. Here's the part where the lady shows up, and she's a Terminator, and whatever. And then like, you know, so I got to the chase scene. I'm like, oh, there's a big massive chase scene with a huge crane in this. That's kind of cool. Oh, like there's a cool kind of scene where like, they have a shootout, and then the guy from the first one shows up, or the second one shows up, and da-da. like, so what I'm getting at, my expectations were so low, it was kind of like, eh, it wasn't that bad. If I expected it to be Terminator 2, holy crap, sure, I would have been absolutely devastated, and this would be the worst movie ever, but, you know, I wanna, that was never going to happen. <laughs> I want to talk to I want to talk to Katie really quick. So I want to know, Katie, if you also noticed that the first feminine villain this series ever had was literally a manipulator who manipulated things around her and symbolically penetrated her victims and used her sexualized wiles 
to try to disrupt John Connor's relationship with his fertile female like destined partner and that the symbol and the symbolic moment that they like freed themselves from her involved using science to strip away the like false womanhood from this like vamp seductress this uh. <laughs> this this succubus who stepped out of a fucking lingerie ad literally yeah i mean the I mean, like, they did call her the Terminatrix. Like, I'm pretty sure that's what she was referred to. Um, it's in one line, yeah. But, like, and, you know, I think she may have even been referred to that in the credits at some point. Um, but uh, I guess actually the TX, but, like, come on. Yeah. Um, but, yes, no, it was very much, like, um, he, I very much felt like, yeah, like, a woman with any kind of power that isn't John Connor's mom, who he's super horny for. And it makes Oof. me deeply uncomfortable, at the very least. Um, but, like, yeah, there was this, like, this, like, seductress. Yeah, like, she was supposed to be... You were supposed to be horny for her. You were not supposed to be horny for Kate Brewster or whatever. Um, yeah. And so, therefore, she had to be destroyed. Yeah. You know, so... It's like, they, they put you're... her in red, yeah. and they put her in, like, a low-cut, like, leather thing. Which, I guess, like, makes sense, because... Like, even Arnold was in leather, I guess, so, like, you know. And it, well, and it's subtle stuff, like, in T2, because you watched it recently, when Arnie sees, like, clothes, or a car he wants, what does he say? He's like, give it to me. He says, give it to me. The TX comes up to someone and says, I like your car, or I like your whatever, and then it pans, and she has taken it from them she is literally like she's literally like and maybe i poisoned my brain women be shopping by taking well, women's uh, studies she's a I fucking sh- she's a femme fatale like the nastiest most regressive version of the so, femme fatale. uh robert patrick actually in like a one scene in t2 um right. when he does go like hey i like your bike and the next scene he does have it and it's implied that I, like i was going to say okay so the first like 20 minutes i am totally on board it's totally shitty towards women and awful and and etc but like a lot of this is it's hard for me to tell between them copying the t1000 because t1000 does a lot of similar shit yes though no because it's not a woman and it's not uh, yes uh, because again the first 20 minutes are totally they sexualize the character and that's stupid but like after that, like, there's there's specific scenes that are just copying scenes from Terminator 2 that the T-1000 did. And they're not really sexualized other than what she's wearing, which she was wearing at the beginning, and um, they're not going to change it. What about, the, like, what about the part during their fight where she does a suplex to Arnold Schwarzenegger by grabbing his dick, and it closes up on her grabbing his dick? And this <laughs> like his reaction of, like, hmm? Whoa. Like, and it's 15 <laughs> seconds after he puts her in a full Nelson, and she reverses her joints and straddles yeah, yeah, yeah. him like he's a fucking stripper pole. In the third act of the movie. <laughs> well, I think it's also, like, you can, to, to develop Mirror's point, like, the Terminatrix manipulates other machines in a way that the t-1000 never does she's right. a she's a manipulator like this is a yeah this the is whole, a like really, behind like, the scenes like mm. women never do things directly they have to like it's a know. deeply poisonous like rancid well, kind of I, misogyny you know you're talking about sort of the sexuality piece also makes me reflect on t2 and i think i would say that terminator dark fate is the only film that you know not overtly but says something I have about not queerness. Seen it, by the way, uh, well, oh, I'm yeah. gonna spoil it. I haven't either. Yeah, because well, it, just in terms of, like queerness, like the 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 main female characters. It implies um, that they but, might be partners. Like they never say it outright, probably because yeah. some studio head was like, "You can't do it." But I think well, if, it, if you've got a brain, you watch that movie and you're like, "Oh yeah, the cyborg that gets sent back was like very clearly in love with the John Connor figure." And and the T two, the interesting piece is, I would almost argue that the Terminator that protects John Connor assumes a more nurturing role mm-hmm. in comparison even to his mother like his mother is not anywhere no. near as t- caretaking of him as 
the Terminator is itself. Yeah, you could you could argue this, that T2 is doing some interesting things with like parental gendered expectations. Yeah. yeah. I, and this I guess... film has nothing to say about that except to say that again, like Kate Brewster and like I, I will say actually I appreciate Nick Stahl and Claire Danes, like their acting I think is really good. Uh, yeah, like, I mean it's okay. Um, I guess. But it's fine. It's <laughs> but Claire Danes like role is extremely conventional. Like she's she goes from being like engaged to be married and doing wedding planning like extremely domestic female things to then being trapped in the aforementioned bunker with John Connor. See, the character sucks and it's not, it's not Claire Dane's fault. It's because the character is bad. It's a badly written side female character that they put in movies like this. But the thing is, is like, like I, do I not, do I like that? Absolutely not. But like, I feel like I've seen a million action movies with a female character. Like it's just kind of, I'm watching a movie from 2003. This is kind of just expected for me. Is it, you know, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, my expectations for this movie were so low. It was kind of like, sure. Okay. I mean, I saw, I, I like, okay, we watched 2012 for God's sake. The minute there, she was like, oh no, you know, my fiance is dead. I'm like, yeah, I'm watching 2012. It's like literally the exact same thing when her fucking fiance dies and then John Cusack shows up. It's like. Yeah, I get it. She's not a real character. She's just a love interest for John Cusack. That's literally what I'm watching no, she, here. She's a love interest for John Claire, Connor. It's the same. Claire thing. Danes gets over her fiance's death. Like she fast. does better than the the lady in 2012. Uh, I mean, that's just. I don't even think she cries in 2012. I think she's just like, oh, oh, he's dead. Okay, because yeah, we'll women Cusack are like because women are like that. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, it's awful either way. But I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I I did not. I just think that it, to me, that's the point of like looking at shitty movies like T3. Sure. Like, what are the sort of the things you can pull out from it that speak about the time of 2003? Yeah. Like, I think, you know, it's, it's a uh, extremely concerned time for its sexuality. Like, it can't I'm just say, glad like, we didn't watch like Freddy versus Jason or something. Well, sure. like. <laughs> but, like, um, like, even, even like the way like the Terminator, like, they have like these parallel scenes of the Terminator going to a biker bar to uh get his clothes in T2 a lot of yeah compared to t3 where he like looks at clothes and like it flashes like inappropriate well there's then, a like, very finds the strip clear... on the stage and then is like oh this is the right and stuff. he's super no. he's super a super gay coded male stripper stripping for women which is fucking yes. wild if like i did think it was crazy yeah it wild it's, it's what and then I'm he sorry? and then he stomps on the gay the sunglasses. sunglasses. Not gay. Definitely not gay. Not gay, bro. Whereas Terminator well, Dark Fate is like, the Terminator doesn't fuck. It just says, the Terminator doesn't fuck. He doesn't have a sexual orientation. He barely has a gender. I want to know... See, I just... I want to know yeah, more of what ahead. Katie thinks about this movie. Because she saw it, like, right on the heels of T2. And I feel like that is an interesting perspective. Well, just that, like, yeah, that it suddenly... And it might have been because he, too, didn't try hard to, like, make statements about sexuality and gender. Um, because it was just, like, two white dudes with some a small white dude and then a white lady kind of, like, duking it out. Uh, with Plus, the- Linda Hamilton is not really feminine at all, like, right. portrayed that way. Um, yeah. She's not even really portrayed very maternal either, which, yeah, was, no, which just, was kind yeah, of interesting. Hero. Um, to go from that where, like... Everything was kind of neutral on that. I, th- I mean, like, right. uh, it wasn't, like, progressive. It wasn't trying to say a lot. But, like, you did definitely get, a, like, the overwhelming thing I had about um, the impression I had in that movie was, like, this is a mom, this is a woman, and she's strong as shit. She will kick anybody's ass, and it rules. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And then going from that to, like, this, where, like, you have, yeah, like, this dominatrix, like, style lady. Um, so, you know... You can't own your sexuality or, like, femininity. You have to be kind of meek, but still good in certain things, like being a vet and caring for puppies and kitties, um, you know, so that you can be really good at nurturing when you have all that loin product from Jesus Christ or whatever. Um, <laughs> like, it was just, like, yeah, and, like, the first few minutes of the, like, the, the gay strip club, and, like, I understand where that comes from, because when I was reading, like, trivia about T2... Um, some lady apparently wandered on set and like the part where, you know, the Arnold, biker the biker club. Yeah. And she was like, what's going on? And like, someone jokingly said like, oh, it's stripper night or something. So like, that's supposed to be right. a callback to that. And it could have been done in a really fun way, but mm. instead it's took like this really goofy crap shoot. Um, yes. and it was just like, really like, what 
the fuck? It wasn't. Yeah. It was definitely yeah. punching down and like nothing fun. And it was just like sort of like wacky, like slide whistle stuff from like the Terminator yes. series is like, what? Yeah, that what? was my impression of most of this is yeah. it's not even like I understand a lot of it is if I mean, a lot of it was offensive to me, but like it's not even really trying for that. Most of it is trying to rip off T2 in the in, in what a way it thinks is funny, like tongue in cheek. And it never works because it's never funny. So, like, talk to the hand and, uh, you know, him getting his clothes. He's going to go in the bar. Oh, shit. He's going to be naked in the bar. And then it's a bachelor party so nobody bachelorette party so nobody cares that he's naked. Ha ha. Oh, we get the joke. It's like T2, but now it's different. A lot of the movie feels like that. Like, the even down to the Terminatrix, I feel like it's like, what if we had T-1000, but it's a bo-bo-bo-bo-bo-babe. You know, like, it's very, like, trying very hard to be tongue-in-cheek and none of it really works like i don't i don't know because we i think you both matt and bert have mentioned that like this is like most movies are to some extent homophobic or misogynistic and that's true but there's just something about this specific movie that got under my skin right that like it's I've, I've seen Batman. I think it's but, because it went out of its way yeah. in such yes. a big it way. It does definitely to do it. go out of its because this movie doesn't even have to involve that. Kind Especially of stuff because at we've all. already established that. Yeah, exactly. Like in the previous like things, like again, like there are some sexism, misogyny, like sure, in like the first couple, like definitely, but yeah, it doesn't go out of its way to like dig a U-turn and like punch down again. It's like, hey, did you get it? Did you get how he's not gay? It's like, yeah, yeah, dude, we fucking got it. Like, it's it's just so overt in your face and just super insulting. It's hard because because I mean, it could it could be the case that that's I mean, OK, it, it almost definitely is the case. That that's the filmmaker's agenda. I feel like I'm watching like a McGee film. Like I'm watching some dumbass or Brett Ratner film or some some because McGee made Salvation. This exactly. So it's some guy who makes like music videos and commercials making a Terminator movie. Like it's just some dumb hack who is, yeah, a sexist, misogynist prick and he gets to make a T. And the thing is, is like, I don't know. I made it like halfway through. Like the thing is, is can he do action scenes? Kind of. They have a bunch of dumb special effects and over the top CGI in places. And that final, like, that final fight between the Terminatrix and Arnie. Oh, that's just confusing. It was a cartoon. Like it. Yeah. It yeah. looked like a it. It looked like a YouTube poop. Like there was <laughs> like a good. It looked like there had been an at least passable fight scene filmed yeah. and edited at one point, and then the person who made Link, my boy, went in <laughs> and edited it so that it was a fucking fever dream. It was right. nonsense. <laughs> so, the the stuff for me that's, like, bearable in this movie is the crane, the big crane sequence, which has, it, it's like 15 to 20 minutes, maybe, at most. Mm-hmm. It's really good. And then the, the sequence where they have a big honking discussion about where, like, the the uh, Arnie wants them to go to Mexico and they're like, no, we have to go stop it. And there's a big, huge, giant plot sequence where they have to figure out what they're going to do. And I kind of enjoyed it because basically my me trying to figure out what the hell was going in the plot was actually happening on screen. So I'm like, OK, that's something I hated the first 20 minutes. The rest of it was mostly just boring. Like the last half especially is just dumb and boring. So it's just like not enough for me to hate. It's it's kind of like twenty. See, twenty twelve. If twenty twelve was as long as this movie, I probably wouldn't have hated it. But twenty twelve is three hours long. Like I don't, I don't know. This is a tight one fifty, one hour fifty minutes. Back, yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, backing away from the misogyny thing and going to the fate thing, like mm-hmm. Terminator, Terminator Dark Fate pulled basically the same trick as Terminator 3, because the premise of both of them is that you can only forestall disaster. You cannot completely remove the possibility of mankind facing an existential threat. But Terminator Dark Fate's premise is, yeah, okay, you got Skynet, but you didn't get the material and social conditions that would that caused Skynet to exist, and eventually right. someone else had, ba- out of greed or xenophobia, had basically the same sequence of ideas that led to Skynet. Because that's if you haven't seen Dark Fate, that's the premise of Dark Fate: is that the Skynet right. future 
does not happen. And, like, 40 years after it would have, some other dipshits, I think like a telecommunications company, accidentally invents an AI that goes that goes bonkers and causes something similar. That's an interesting take, I think, because then you have... You know Sarah Connor, and it turns out there's like a ter- there's like a Terminator who was left over who they don't get like pulled back in time after they kill somebody. Like there's still a right. Terminator knocking around. You've got all these people who had the experience from dealing with the original crisis on hand to help to forestall the next crisis, and that's an interesting way to approach that problem. Whereas Terminator Three is literally just like. God wants to melt the planet with nukes and bang <laughs> metal action figures and flesh action figures together. Yeah, make G wants And to do you it. Yeah. are going to fuck Claire Danes if you disagree, eat shit. Like, I'd already figured it out to the point that when John Connor was holding the gun up to his head, I wanted Arnie to just come up to him and say, pussy won't. Because he... <laughs> That's essentially, it's kind of what he said. Because he won't. Because the I know. movie's premise is that he will not. Like I know. But that's see, this is a problem with the whole Terminator universe in general. And, and honestly, like, look, I'm sure Dork Well, how do you make sequels is, to a desti- a film I, on that? I'm sure Dork Fate is good. Well, it, I'm sure I'll watch it for the show, but I've never been interested <laughs> in watching it because these movies don't need to be made anymore. The idea has been done. We have the idea that you can't really change the future, so let's just stop making them. Dark Fate has tension because it contains the premise that they could fail that they could that would fail be, that or would they be could changing succeed. the rules of the universe they already have the, the point is is like the, a common through line through all of these terminator movies is like i said destiny and the fact that you can't really change anything so why am i watching a movie about changing but, the but, but that's not but, but t2 it. is about that t2 is and in fact terminator dark fate accepts that time changed. The, like the whole point of it they, is that like they bought humanity forty years, but it's still gonna happen. Yeah, and then and but then when the next crisis <laughs> comes, you can buy humanity another another forty years. T 3s well, premise is hold on, it's happening. When the next crisis comes, we'll have another movie. See, this is the but the nukes go off at the end of T three. Like you didn't, they fucked up. They tell us. I the, just. I'm just saying these movies are just a means to an end. They're just they feel like they're just selling product at this point. Like there's no real like intention behind them to make like a concrete story. This is why I like the first one the best cuz self-contained it's fine. I don't need another movie. Yes, the second one is great and it's fine they made another one. But like after that point they should have just stopped. Katie, like, stop making this. Katie, movie. do you think Bert likes Alien more or Aliens more? Oh, guess. Take a guess. It's not really a secret. We had a podcast about it. Did you really? <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I need to listen to the backlog. <laughs> you need to listen to the backlog and then just be like, you, you can establish a pattern. Listeners at home, we just add any old person to the show if you haven't listened before. <laughs> um, no, I mean, get used to this. I feel, I feel like I came in hot on this one. I normally do not dislike movies this much. I'm just glad you got to do my job. This is great. Wait till we both hate the movie, which will almost definitely happen. Um, well, no, because next week we're gonna watch Krull, and everyone's gonna love it because it's very. Krull's the one with the with the boomerang, right? It's, it's not the, a uh... it's not a boomerang. It's a glaive. Oh, first sorry. <laughs> and it's technically <laughs> technically a science fiction movie. So. I'm um, pretty sure Krull's a science fiction. Movie. God, we didn't even go over the plot of this stupid movie. Like, we, we don't have. To. We'd be here for another if we talked yeah. about the plot. We tried doing Literally, that for a while. because there's so much fucked up with it. Well, I want to say one nice thing about Terminator yeah. 3. <laughs> when the Terminator <laughs> when the Terminatrix stomped Arnie's head off of his body, I, cool. I gasped and like put a hand over my chest like that was like an alarming and visceral special <laughs> oh effect. My, and, oh my stars. <laughs> yeah, oh my stars and garters and it really hit me and then he's <laughs> stood up and uh, put his head back on and I was like, oh, cool, I don't fucking care. I don't care. <laughs> Again, it was, all of it was so cartoony. Everything about the movie felt just like a cartoon. It was a cartoon, yes. There were cartoon sound effects. Arno, Ar- Arnie got hit, he was on a crane and he got hit by like a mailbox or something Bing. and it went like, booming! It was like 1001 <laughs> wacky cartoon sound effects. I'm watching Terminator and having like, 
Claire Dane paints a, t- paints a tunnel on the side of like the mountain, <laughs> and the Terminator just runs into it. Okay, okay, but like she literally picks him up by his underwear and rams him headfirst through five bathrooms. Like <laughs> urinals, not just bathrooms, the urinals. And that was a it's, highlight. Uh, like that's a high point of the movie. Yeah, like, exactly. The, the fight between Batman and Superman. At the end of Act 2 of Batman v Superman made me laugh less than the fight between the Terminatrix and the Terminator. Because Batman only kicks Superman's head through one urinal. (laughs) (laughs) So, regardless of plot holes, I do have one, like, really nagging question from this movie. Just the one? Yes. Why Why was he taking pills that, like, neuter dogs... No, see, that that's was... the thing about this movie's obsession with gender, because it comes What is ba- that joke? It, the joke is that he was taking opioids from the vet's office, and taking them because he's, yeah. he's a fucking pillhead, because he doesn't have any hobbies, because he doesn't have a house. Because he's a straight um, white dude. <laughs> and because he has PTSD, <laughs> and, like, that was one of the things that just made me go, ugh. You know, like, it's like when you talk to, like, a very specific kind of like cisgender heterosexual girl who like the first thing she can think to say to like be mean to a man is like you must not have balls or like I'll cut your balls off or I'll neuter you. You're a bitch. Yeah. Yeah. She's literally she's literally just like punishing him for breaking into her place by telling him oh ho 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 you, but it's a lie to fake him out. Yeah, it's a lie to okay, fake him out. Okay, wait. You oh, chemically, it's a lie. you chemically, ca- those, those weren't. See, this opioids. is how dense of a straight man I am. That like, like I didn't. So she was lying. Right. Yeah, so that she him, could like, freak like out. She, he, she tossed Here's him the Here's literally pill what happened. She was telling a lie to emasculate him because this movie is obsessed with. Okay, alternate, yeah. alternately, here's it's, the here's the real yeah. kicker. She was telling him the truth. And see, John Connor is not see, the, okay. not yeah. the father no, of the it's resistance. No, like she, she obviously okay. it is a misleading thing because she does it to toss in the pill bottle so that he'll drop his gun. Yeah, well, I know. I'm just, I'm just being like super okay. facetious and just being like, also, so, what if? Here's the thing. That scene happened. He he took the pill bottle out and it said like for animal use only or something. And I was like, okay, yeah, why is he like taking ketamine. pills for animals? Well, they're probably like opioids or something. And then she shows up and she's like, you know, those are new for neutering dogs. And I'm like. Wait, what? Like, what the fuck is going on? Like, is he actually... Because they said they're for animals, so he must... Like, what am I watching? Like, I'm literally so dense that I'm take, like... Take it on good authority for me that that pill does not exist. Yeah. I'm sure it doesn't, which makes it even more confusing. Like, I'm watching this like, what the f- Well, he's dumb as shit, and she knows it. She well, can apparently, tell it's a fake well, gun. here's the problem. I'm dumb as shit. So I'm watching the scene like, what is any character trying to achieve here? He's trying to get pills that are for dogs. She's... Telling him the pills are for dogs. <laughs> have, you, have you never taken fish antibiotics, Mr. Moneybags? Are you surprised I haven't taken fish antibiotics? I don't know. You get, a, you, don't get, even... you get a sinus infection, you don't have insurance, you can't afford to go to like the emergency care center, so you go to the pet store and you get some fish amoxicillin, which is... Of course I haven't done that. Trade secret, <laughs> trade secret, there's nothing about amoxicillin that makes it different for fish. Note to our listeners at home, uh, none of our advice is FDA approved or we have no legal um But you'll be really recourse. you'll be really you'll be really cool and sexy if you follow it. <laughs> okay. So. Or just contribute to all those multi drug resistant strains of gonorrhea. Yeah. <laughs> Matt, would closing, you recommend Terminator three? <laughs> yeah, closing thoughts on the film. So like I said, I, what I find interesting is that this is the first of four efforts to make a sequel to T2 and it's not successful and neither are salvation or Genesis for other various reasons. I don't think it's successful until dark fate. And I think part of the reason why is making a sequel is a hard thing because you want to simultaneously like do things that remind people of the movie that came before it while also telling a new story because people want to see a new story. And I think Terminator Dark Fate does that effectively by saying, here's our new story and here's how we're going to tell it, while also giving you references to, like, building on the the, the T2, the what if of a, a, a Terminator came back and completed its mission, and then I was like, oh, okay, well, I guess I'm nothing now. And then what would it have to do to kind of figure out how to live? 
if you're if you're a person that loves the Terminator universe, and I I do enjoy it. I think it's interesting. I think it's I guess an interesting snapshot of two thousand three. It's it says negative things that are interesting how they are negative or how it says those negative things like the way that's like we're not gay at all like there's no queerness in this film whatsoever those are interesting snapshots of 2003 in filmmaking and what, what what that was like at the time most of the movie if it wasn't making me roll my eyes it was just dull um it wasn't interesting enough for me to hate it like it wasn't it wasn't really trying to get me to hate it it was just very like i understand the misogyny and like uh gay representation and stuff and this is absolutely atrocious and offensive to me it's like so stereotypical in its like button pushing it's like when like a 14 year old calls you gay it's like you can't even i can't even, i mean I'm I'm not gay, so of course, like that obviously. I'm not affects... gay, but if I was, I would want equal rights. I'm not gay, <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm saying, <laughs> I'm saying as a straight That's man, the first you time can't Macklemore hurt my lyric feelings. has been quoted on this <laughs> podcast, <laughs> and I feel like we've opened a hell mouth. Uh, no, but what I'm saying is like. Uh, that's just, it's just boring to me, like a 14-year-old cause It's like, okay, whatever, kid, you're 14 years old. This was like a movie made by a 14-year-old. I've, I've got some hang-ups attached to it. To I understand, concept. and I'm sorry, but like, for me, for me, it was just dull, and no, I would not recommend you watch it, and honestly, like, I'm sure we'll watch Dork Fate, and I'm sure I'll have okay or nice things to say about it, mm-hmm. but I think they need to stop making these movies. Mm, yeah, okay, sure. Katie, what did you think about it? do you want to know what i thought elaborate (laughs) nope just bad don't do it there's better movies out there um that is true there are better movies than terminator 3 it's like not uh, it's just so uh, uh, Mm. you want you want to know what i thought about it (laughs) yes what did you did you like it (laughs) asmr (laughs) <laughs> man this is, your chance. Oh, wait, wait. this is your chance to cut that and put in sound effects at home that's what i thought about it mm-hmm. where can we find you on social media who me <laughs> sure sorry Go uh, for it. at at m-e-r underscore squared mirror squared uh on twitter and then i don't have any other social media because i'm cool and i'm making really good and healthy um mental health choices i'm at coriolis music at refreshing time avoiding everything <laughs> and i'm posting from my professional shit posting account at anime weed fart 69 <laughs> still such a fucking good username oh my god I knew it was gonna hurt. Because she was not prepared. I, forgot, like, I could tell looking at her, she's like not prepared. You, for you see it on the TL, and it sort of like glides over your eyes. But then every yes. time I remember that that's what it is, like I lose my mind. You can find me on Twitter at a very big bear. Follow the cast uh, at Second Star Cast. Email us uh, secondstarcast at gmail.com Please rate and review. We really appreciate uh, that. And any feedback you want to send our way, uh, we'll use it for questions on the cast. (laughs) Thank you, everyone, for listening. Have a great week. Have a good one, guys. (laughs) But can we remix Toilet Flushes to do that? (laughs) Yeah.